bring it back for a second, back to oatmeal. Are we on topic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we get off back of oatmeal? to oatmeal? So uh, I'm dying to know here because as a purist of this diet, are you? I mean, and by the way, Justy. I did try it for a period of time, and I will tell you, but I never went just raw oatmeal. I always added berries or protein, but I did something else to it because, like, eating raw oatmeal three times a day is – I'm with no, Jeff no on this bueno. one. It's, it's absolutely no bueno. Like, it's, just, it's too bland. With Jeff and everybody. I mean, nobody thinks you should do phase one, <laughs> the induction phase of the – like, it, people say, you know, if you want to do phase two, or, you know, which is still a pretty restrictive diet – um, go ahead. But I mean, it's, it's restrictive in the sense that for one meal, you're doing that. The other meal, you can have anything. So, I mean, it's a yeah. bit like, a bit like uh, intermittent fasting that, you know, in that case, you can do anything just within the, the time constraints. And this, you do one oatmeal meal. And it's, again, it's an, it's not an unadulterated oatmeal. Yeah. Throw some berries, throw some nuts, throw, you know, throw some other tasty, peanut butter. tasty healthy goodness into peanut, it. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. And really peanut butter in your oatmeal. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Peanut butter powder though. I right. Yeah. All the time. Oh, peanut. No, I just put the peanut, just the, the wow. Costco organic peanut butter, just a couple of spoonfuls. And, but uh, I, so on that point, so I've only used the powder because it mixes in, but doesn't the like, how does it get in there? Because like, it's so thick. Oh, it mixes like, in great. Because no. the heat? Yeah, because it's, it's hot and oh. you just, yeah, mix it right around. I've never tried that. That's cool. I'll try, I'll, I'll try that I'll try one. Try it out. You bring up an, I definitely, I definitely have, have shifted from, you know, I was never a huge peanut butter person to begin with. So one of the things that I did beyond the, you know, so beyond the oatmeal, uh, as as Justy knows, the uh, the bulletproof coffee. So I was not a coffee drinker previously. In fact, I I occasionally drank tea. I might have had like a, a a pop, as you guys like to say, and soda. a caffeinated so, pop, soda pop. A, a pop. And um, and so and I mean, I was so non-caffeinated that like uh, one one Coke. You know, at well, hang on. I want to stipulate here. We're talking soda, not the actual cocaine. Just well, not the, not this Stevie Nicks type of Coke that you were. <laughs> but um, yeah, one one can of canister of of Coca Cola um, at four o'clock p.m. would keep me awake till the next day. So so I was not a caffeine person. But then uh, a couple friends, uh, Clock. That's my best Kiwi accent because Clock is from uh, New Zealand. And uh, hang on, real quick. Is his name Clock? Like Clock? Yeah. Clock? Uh, hang on. <laughs> how What's do you his spell, name? How do you spell it? Clark? Yeah. C L A R K. Oh, Clark. Clock. Clark. There we go. Okay, okay. thank you. Okay. Well, that's how he it is. is. It's the accent. He yeah. and his patriots say it that way. Clock. Yeah. Clock. Okay. And and Clark. Georgina both simultaneously suggested uh, bulletproof a few years ago. Which is, as some people might remember, was really trendy in L.A. as things, ha you know, are from time to time, and um, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not really into fad diets or whatever. But uh, then Clark actually bought me some of the components of it, like it. So, so bulletproof coffee for those who are unaware, um, you know, it started a trend. It's a brand. Yeah. It is a brand, but there's, but there's a lot of people do it themselves, and there's knockoff versions, and now there are many competitors. Essentially, it's coffee with a bunch of butter in it and then usually mct oil and often people add protein powder or something else like that to it so did you say butter in it much but it's butter. that it's the it's like carrie's gold butter it's not like well, it's, it's got to be it's like ghee yeah, it's like that like kind of irish stuff. butter yeah, so gra well, yeah. gra well important grass-fed butter so not grain yeah not grain-fed butter that's the, sure sure so it happens carry golds and I, I don't i don't drink coffee but it's just well, sounds an, like an interesting coffee. combination of butter and 
Well, everyone thinks it would be really coffee. gross, but it turns out it's really delicious. It's just it's like really smooth, really creamy, creamy yeah. coffee. Yeah. And so, so the guy who, you know, Dave Asprey, who, who founded it, he, he claims the reason he, he started it was he was up mountaineering in, in, in Tibet, you know, came, you know, cold, freezing, uh, um, you know, fe feeling terrible, uh, met some, uh, some Tibetan monks and they, uh, they gave him uh, you know, ox butter uh, tea, or yak butter tea, and so he he was a bit skeptical, but he tries and it's like the most creamy, delicious thing he's ever had, and so he you know came back did research. He you know he's a he was a tech entrepreneur and 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 had quite a bit of wealth because of that, and um and and started publicizing and doing this this coffee. So basically, it's uh. Mold-free coffee, and so he's got he's got a lot of specificity around a lot of different things. So doesn't believe in any 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 fermentation or mold or anything like that because he thinks that that's uh, that's bad for you. Thinks that um, oxidation. So anything that's burnt or you know people like deglazing when they're cooking meat or stuff for the pan, all of those things are out. Um, he's totally pro grass-fed, not grain-fed at all. And he's like, for example, you know, if you're having like a, a steak, if it's grass-fed eat all the fat because it's good for you. If it's grain fed, don't eat any of it because it's terrible for you. So he thinks it's that much of a difference. Thinks something goes from being- Sure, sure. No, I'm, I'm on board with that too, for what I- Yeah. Oh, the steak necessarily, but yeah, grass fed yeah, uh, dairy. Yeah. And so um, similar with it, with that, with the, so the basic recipe for bulletproof coffee, so the mold-free coffee with, um, you know, for most people, one to two tablespoons of, of butter, grass fed butter. He, Dave puts three quarters of a cup of grass oh. butter into a cup of coffee. Oh, into one. So what's the ratio of butter? One to three quarters of a cup, basically. Well, yeah, but for normal people, one to two tablespoons. But I mean, you know, so, but for Dave, yeah, three quarters of a cup. He also believes like, you know, he's got like, it's a whole thing. They've got like conferences and everything. It's become very, you know, it's a, he's, a, he's a big- Very trendy. Bi big biohacker guy, you know? So, I mean, so, and they've, they've got like vibration yeah. plates. They've got, they've got, a lot of other types of products and and uh, and, and, and and you know huge, not even cult following, just a huge following. Um, but uh, yeah, with the with the non fermentation, non mold thing, and then with the uh, uh, you know so so no no yeast, so no no traditional beers or yogurts either. So I mean that's you know so he's against all of that. Except in his case, what he's done is he's found a um, a strain of bacteria. From a woman's gut from 1972, and you know how people are doing fecal. <laughs> well, you know people are doing fecal. Hey, how, how did he find that? Yeah, I was gonna say, where did this come? I didn't know this. <laughs> okay, so well, first of all, you guys know everyone's doing fecal transplants, right? Like, I mean, so. No, so no, no, hang on. Not everyone. They've been doing it for centuries for, or, I mean, for 50, 60 years for people that had, you know, like chemotherapy, that kind of thing to help build yeah, up their. They're, but they're, they're there's people that are doing it just. For because they can now. Well, it was very rare before. Yeah, exactly. They were actually reaching into people's intestines, pulling out a bit of poop, and shoving it into the oh. into the recipient. Um, now it's become a much bigger thing, and you know, and people are doing. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're doing it recreationally, but it's become more oh, people do on a regular. Now, what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> poop to poop. Well, if you remember that, that yeah, you know, there was a movie where uh, poop swap, where where the kid is saying to you know. A young kid is is texting back and forth with a you know with a with a with a a woman and she thinks it's it's a potential lover she doesn't realize it's a kid and he's he's saying yeah let's do poop to poop and she's like what 
what movie is that? That's got to be like some French independent film, I'm assuming. No, no, no. It's not French. It's American. <laughs> Canadian? No, very, it's so American. And so, this is why I don't watch much TV, because I really don't want to know about all this stuff. No, but it, I don't either. We got to go. We got to get back to the oatmeal, my friend. Yeah. Let's finish this okay, portion okay, and then get back to the oatmeal. But, but yeah, so I so bring it up to say now people are actually taking pills, you know, which have dehydrated essentially fecal matter from other people so that you're able to. As a suppository or orally? No, no, orally. Is that a lot? So I've heard of like probiotic supplements and stuff. Does it kind of go yes. along with that? I mean, because probiotics, you I, get I it guess, from, yeah, from I, yogurt, I, you get it from fermented foods. But, but all getting back how to how I get mine, but I wouldn't take an extra pill or separate, you know, probiotic or. But getting back to Dave, Bill. Um, what, 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 he, what he's done, you know, he, so he found this strain of bacteria from a woman's gut from 1972, I believe. And um, what was interesting about her family, and they've been growing this strain continuously since then, like, you know, so this, this, you know they've been culturing this bacteria. In, in a Petri dish. Neither she nor anyone in her family had, had ever had antibiotics. And so that's why he likes it. So he thinks this is a pure, unadulterated, pure strain of bacteria from you know from a woman who's unpolluted and not you know by by some of our modern medicine and so, and um and so he uses that to make his own yogurt and, and other things that need to be cultured with bacteria. It's like pure pure bacteria that has not been influenced by said by antibiotics or yeah, other by civilization essentially. Yes. I mean it's just Western like medicine. natural natural gut bacteria. So I mean that I. So so yeah so I mean so that's that's all part of you know part of the whole bulletproof mystique. Now, other some of the critics of the bulletproof thing again, like every trend, some people just accused of being trendy and 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 over the top. Um, but specifically, some people complain this is like a diet and a lifestyle for extremely wealthy people because most people can't get a hold of like a strain of unadulterated bacteria from the early seventies. They're right, and first of all, so anyway, now is this guy going to market this stuff? Well, he markets a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, bulletproofs. Are big. It sounds like a new market he could open up. Not that I'm interested in. You say you're not, but I, that tells me. That <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that in LA, it's, it's trendy. The coasts, the coasts. I, we don't have to go LA. Like I've been in New York enough. There's a there's a bunch of weird things that happen out there too. So let's go to the coasts. Tend to be a little bit more extreme in uh, the finding these new things, whether they work or not. I'm. You guys can decide. Some of them we endorse on the show. I will tell you right now that poop pills, nope, not right now. <laughs> and uh, I will tell you also that uh, three quarters of a cup of butter in anything <laughs> is too much from my perspective. But you know, but again, this is a great, you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation because we know that, you know, health trends and, and, and even the basic, the basic notions of what we think is healthy or not changes change drastically like 180 right. degrees like i mean for, every so, day yeah Every so i mean you know for, for years we were being told don't eat many eggs <laughs> you know like a few a week because there's so much cholesterol and then we're gonna yeah that was like jack, jack the 80s. cholesterol and yeah. then suddenly we realized dietary cholesterol barely affects your cholesterol like you know 90 right. cholesterol in your body is produced by your body it's naturally so, produced have as many eggs are a great source of protein and you know and i mean assuming they're raised right fine Similar, but the one the one basic truth we knew, you know, the one thing that you know is underpinned U.S. you know health and and the whole uh, USDA pyramid and everything was saturated fat is bad for you, like so in in fact causes heart disease. Now we know 
saturated fat can be good for you, and so you know, in certain levels, and you know, and de- and depending on the fats and everything else. I was but gonna say, it, and how it's yeah, no, you get it. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. I saw some about research recently. And that's what I had read. It's, oh, it turns yeah. out maybe saturated fats aren't aren't so well, not bad. only not bad for you, actually good it's for good you. for you. Yeah. So, and I right. mean, done tests like showing both in you know increased heart health and in, in on, on top of that lower weight. So I mean, it's just like you know, it's, right. it's the opposite of what we thought. And it's, unfortunately, uh, it's like forty years you know later after. Well, yeah, the, exactly. After we've had this obesity, you know, yeah. obesity, diabetes epidemic, you know, due, so, due to, to low fat uh, foods, right? But exactly, and low with fat foods replace them with sugars. Yeah, which, yeah. which are far worse. Far, far mm. worse. And so that gets that gets gets me to the next point. Well, one, first, just to end that off. I mean, so hence the bulletproof. So I mean, lots of butter because. Butter is actually good for you, and it's you know we knew that from looking. at People are always like you know for every 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 several years we look at, wow the French are all like skinny and you know and have way less heart disease and stroke than we do, and they're drinking all this wine and they're yeah. eating all, like, eating you know, all this butter, all this gras and all this but you know and they put butter in everything. It's so yeah. weird and they're so lucky. It's so good. Well, <laughs> no, it turns out because they're actually doing the right <laughs> thing and the things that are that are healthy for you. Well, because right. they're not satiating themselves with sugars, right? They're they're replacing that carb or, or processed they, foods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And by the 100%. way, so I, I agree with the whole, you know, obviously I've been a low sugar person for years. And so at the same time, I went sort of uh, to Bulletproof Coffee a few years ago. Um, I was not a big soda drinker or pop drinker, as you guys like to say, uh, in my entire life. And, you know, and um, but I just like uh, my brother did a funny thing a few years, years ago. He stopped. He stopped. He well, he never let his kids drink fruit juice, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? That's crazy." Another thing that we've reversed ourselves on fruit juice is great for you know. I mean, it's, it's a staple, and it's like what people need to. And he goes, "No, it's too much sugar," and I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's like it's good for you. It's like it's it's um, um, turns out he was right and I was wrong. Like I mean, it's just like yeah, fruit juice is just like a a sugar bomb. It's got a lot of sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, you're eating like you know, you're you're drinking three or four oranges in one cup. I mean, eating an orange is great for you, and lots of vitamin C and other nutrients and whatever. Fiber. Eating, yeah. eating, eating, drinking like a glass of it, you know, full of several of them with the concentrated sugars is insane. Right. And, and a lot of those fruit juices, they actually add sugars though too. Yeah. Oh, I, I I stopped drinking fruit juice for the most part, and yeah. um, and then but the only choice was okay. So what do you what do you drink like you know? And so I ended up going to. Uh, to Coke Zero for a few years, you know, and um, oh. yeah, and so uh, I, so I was drinking, so I, I went from being caffeine free to like one, and I don't drink much coffee. All I drink is my one bulletproof coffee a day, um, several several cans of Coke Zero, which is probably way too much, and um, and I and, and develop such a tolerance to, to caffeine, I'd be like, everyone's like, oh, you're having an espresso at two a.m. Yeah, it doesn't do anything to me. And so I went, I completely altered my body the opposite way. Well, Eric, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Jeff, thank you as always. And uh, be awesome, everybody. Have a good weekend, guys.